11 minutes of five. Rowie's here, Tim Geneva, on holidays, returning very shortly. The great Bozzer in just one second on all things Champions League. Two quick text messages, though, Rowie, for Cafe de Villies for you. Here you go, Rowie. I'll give you the reason. Free rent for 10 years, less council rates than the residents who've been living there. That is the problem, says Greg. No, it's not. The mayor, the mayor said in the term of this lease, they're going to earn something like $9.7 million. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's north of nine. And under the current lease with the sample, it was sitting around two. You don't think so businesses, that's a lie. You don't think businesses will thrive, the no, fact that well, they'll be there? The, that's just a blatant lie. And this one says, Marty, uh, from Marty, says, Rowie, could Richmond and the Crows do a deal? Straight swap, crouch for Jack Graham. Ooh. Same time, really. Same, same. Yeah. Champions League, it's match day three of six, and you can see all the action on Stan Sport. The great Mark Bosnich joins us. Boz, welcome. Good afternoon. How are you, mate? Oh, my man, um, the big team's flexing their muscles. How's Man City? They look unstoppable. Well, they do at the moment, to be fair to them. Uh, and uh, their new, brand new signing that everyone in the whole of the football world is talking about, Erling Haaland, continued his scoring spree with another brace last night against Copenhagen. But it was a game they were expected to win. It was just a matter of how much, to be fair. Um, and uh, and they did what they had to do. The game was pretty much over at halftime, um, but they put them in a really good position uh, in, in Group G, um, which what all the managers of these teams will want before the World Cup because all the group games will be finished before then. So they want to make sure that they qualify you know, with plenty to spare so they can take it easy um, leading and concentrate on their respective leagues leading up to the World Cup. He's unbelievable, this Erling Haaland. Um he looks like a robot kid. He's only 22. He's massive. <laughs> remember, remember the, the Rusky that fought um, Rocky Balboa? Ivan Drago. <laughs> yeah, Drago. Yeah. Tra- Hasn't he? Uh, look, listen, he, he, there's no doubt he's a fantastic player. and has been for quite oh. some time. Anyone who watched him at Dortmund uh, would testify to that. Uh, but he's also playing in a fantastic team who creates so many chances for him. Um, so uh, it, it's, a, it's a perfect marriage at the moment. There'll, there'll be tests mm-hmm. to come. There'll be times when he does lose a little bit of form. Um, but uh, right at this moment in time, he seems as though he's the missing piece of the jigsaw oh. for Pep Guardiola's men in terms of winning the Champions League. Of course, they've been ever so successful uh, domestically, but the holy grail for Manchester City and all their supporters mm. is, to, is to add a Champions League to yeah. their trophy hall. Yeah. He's six foot five. He's got 14 goals in eight games. Pity we're not going to see him in the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he can come down here, I guess, and uh, and and play during the World Cup locally. Mm. I think that'll be a good idea. <laughs> you were a great keeper yourself. Would have you kept him out? Is he one of the best strikers you've seen? Oh, look, he's he's definitely up there. Would I would have kept him? It really depends. You know, just just like a striker, he only, can only be as good as the service he receives. And yeah. like I said, he's receiving fantastic service. That's from a goalkeeping perspective. And Copenhagen's goalkeeper was excellent overall this morning, but he still finished the game conceding five goals. It's, you know, sometimes you can only be as good as the defence in front of you. Um, okay. But like I said, it's a perfect marriage because the way that Manchester City play, there's always going to be chance after chance after chance. They're absolutely relentless. Mm. And it's, it's difficult sometimes at this time of the season, uh, October now, when there's so long to go that you're doing so well. Um, you start to, you know, in, in a way in your mind, start to think, well, I hope, you know, hope we haven't peaked so early. So they've just got to keep it going. One, you know, one thing is getting to that standard of play, which they're at right now. Another thing is to keep it going, and they'll be wary of that because in a long mm. season there, there are you know peaks and troughs. Mm. I got a cafe de Villiers text before we get on to Liverpool. Who's the best striker you ever faced or saw as a keeper? 
Oh, there was quite a few. Um, for a time, Robbie Fowler was right up there. He okay. was absolutely outstanding. Um, Gabriel Battistuda, the Argentine, and, and played for Fiorentina. Uh, he, he was fantastic as well. Alan Shearer. Um, the, the list goes on, really. The, 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 but those three just come to mind immediately. Yeah. Liverpool, not bad in the Champions League. They've got to get it together in the Premier League, don't they? Mm. That they do. Um, you know, they're ninth at the moment, which is... Uh, Really, you know, for for a team of of their stature, they they won't be overly happy with. They've only lost one game still, um, and uh, obviously they uh, won the other night against Rangers in convincing fashion, and that will be uh, you know great fillet for them. They got Arsenal this week, which will be an absolutely huge game, and they've got a game in hand of Arsenal. They're eight points behind, but they they'll be thinking to themselves, you know, we win that game against Arsenal, we put us on third, uh, sorry, put us on um, thirteen points, which would be eight behind with a game in hand. We win that game in hand and we'll be five points behind. But it is a huge game in context uh, of their season um, because they don't want, you know, there's 11 points there now, like I said, with the game in hand. They won't want that to become too great a gap. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but a good win against Rangers. He, he tinkered the system a little bit, Jurgen Klopp. Um, you know, normally he plays in a 4-3-3. He, he sort of tinkered the midfield. He played in a 4-2-3 once. And it did work against Rangers, but with all due respect to Rangers, um, you know they're they're not in the same class as some of the they were as Arsenal, and they got Man City in two weeks, so um, that'll be a massive test these next couple of weeks for them. Ange Postecoglou's Celtic, oh, look, they're a great club. They're just a bit off it, aren't they? Uh, in the Champions League, yeah, it's the first time in five seasons right, they've been in the Champions okay. League. So, in, in my opinion, it's understandable. Um, they came up last night, well, this morning, rather, our time, against a, a, a really good Leipzig side who have, who have been revised since they changed their manager uh, about three or four weeks ago. Um, they've still got two home games to come out of the three um, that they have left. Uh, and one of them, obviously, next week is the return against Leipzig, which will be ever so important. I think if they lose that one, it's going to be very difficult for them to go through to the mm-hmm. knockout stages. Then Shakhtar, uh, who lost 2-1 to Real Madrid and unfortunately can't play in their home in Ukraine at the moment because of the war. Um, so it's not going to be easy for them, but they're still in for a massive shout. Like I said, two out of the last three are, uh, are home games, um, and uh, and they're still playing in a way that, that they're having a real go um, in terms of you know the, like you know scoring goals and, and actually coming out to play. That was one thing that was disappointing about Rangers the other night against Liverpool is that it was quite apparent from the start that they just come to get one point and they'll beat mm-hmm. them anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's going to be very interesting, and let's not forget as well in the Champions League, you know, if it if it comes that you're equal on points. It's your head-to-head record with that team rather as opposed to goal difference. So very, very important, like I said, in my opinion, that next week at Celtic Park that they beat Leipzig. Just in a word or two, Boz Footy Australia banning that peel-head, that pin-head, that dick-head that did that in that Sydney Game Cup final. The absolute loser gave him life. Good to see. Nice and strong. Well, I think Football Australia, I think the club Sydney United and everybody in football has banded together. Um, And just to reiterate what I said, um, is that it, this needs to be eradicated not only from the uh, from the sport of football, uh, from sport in general, and from life in general. And mm. uh, and we'll like see. I said, it's uh, it, it's wrong, um, and uh, and there should be no no let up in terms of uh, that type of behaviour. And, and like it like it, you know, it's it's illegal here in New South Wales as well. Yeah, well said, Boz. All the best. Thanks for your time. Take care, mate.
Yeah, you can hear all the action live and watch it on Stan Sport. Boz, Mark Bosnich, our guest. Yes, so if you love your Champions League, that is exciting because you're seeing the very best teams the right best the around best. the country. So PSG in action this morning and Juve, just to name but a few. You've got the Premier League, which, as Boz was mentioning, some big games coming up there, including uh, the Liverpool-Arsenal game. Mm. And the A-League kicks off this coming weekend, and the Reds are away in New Zealand on well, the Sunday are. against Wellington. There's a game tomorrow, Melbourne City and Western United. So mm. plenty of Football for you to get your teeth into. Good stuff. Caroline Wilson has a lot on her plate, and we'll get to her next. <laughs>